You again. number twenty fucking six. Blum, blum, blum podcast. Blum, blum. Burning, learning, and music. Understand? We back in the building. Back in the fucking building. Chanda Champ, Don Pacino. Yes. You know what time it is. Yes. Yes. Blum, blum podcast. Mm-hmm. Always bringing you that positive energy. Mm-hmm. Bringing it to you straight up. Straight up. Classic shit. Classic album. Fire stream, stream, fire streams. Yo, this shit, it's, I feel like I'm, I got to one of the effects of this stream. Oh, shit. Like, I'm feeling real, real relaxed. Woo! Right now. Shit. <laughs> On the kickback side yes. of this stream. We gonna get into all that. Word. I'm sure y'all reading the title, y'all read the title already, mm-hmm. and y'all know which stream we're about to introduce to you, yes. and which album we about to introduce to you. So let's just get right to it. Right fucking to it, man. So Shit. today, today, me and the champ smoking on that train wreck, that as you see. fucking train wreck. Choo-choo. Staying clear to closing doors. Wow. Real quick. And even though we're talking about trains, this joint got you feeling like you up in the sky yes. real quick. So, damn. Yo, for real. Train wreck. Now, this is a strain that's very potent, and it's not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. Now, you could just 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 read the name of the strain. It's called train wreck, meaning that <laughs> when that shit hits you, yo, it's gonna feel like a train wreck. It's like a whirlwind of these effects, Word. which I'm about to get into. Real quick. First of all, if you're having a bad day, train wreck is a great strain to lift you up because the happiness is through the roof. Because I'm happy. You're going to feel so happy, like just uplifted, which is another effect mm-hmm. of this uplifting. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel like you're floating through the sky. Yo, word. And not only that, I do feel that right now. Not only that, what's one of our favorite effects in the whole world? Mm, euphoric. Woo! I can't wait, yo. We got. I can't wait till we get a euphoric sound, a special sound for euphoric. Word. <laughs> we, we, we gonna update as you as you notice. You know, you go through the episodes, you see the progression. You see how yo. we switch up the style. So we're going to switch up the sound next. We're just going to keep building. Keep coming up with better episodes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, also with the euphoria, you're also (laughs) going to feel, like Champ said earlier, you're going to feel relaxed. Relaxed. And at the same time, you're going to feel creative. Truth. So you have all these elements. After you get to the point where... The euphoria hits you and it feels like a crash and you're just floating by being uplifted. Fucking uplifted. And with that being said, I'm going to pass it over to Professor Champ to do the medical side. Yo, we don't go to the medical side because that's that's what we do. But at the same time, like, right now, like, I just feel relaxed. And I feel like I'm in the sky. I feel like I'm uplifted. Ooh. But I'm on a soft, 
Cottonelle cloud. Oh. And I'm just like chilling. Because that train wreck is definitely flowing through the effects. Facts. And I will say like on the medicinal side, one of the things that this train is good for is pain. Woo. It is a hybrid. So you definitely get some indica effects. Right. And right. more so, you definitely get the medicinal uh, side effects of curing pain or helping with pain management okay. from indicas. Nice. So it's it's real good for pain. It's like I can't remember the last time I had like a Tylenol or like a Motrin mm. or something. Like the strains really just be doing the job. That's what I'm saying. Fight for the pharmaceuticals. Right. Strains is doing the fucking job. The earthly. Essences. Essences. Where it's from the ground. The ground. Everything is from the earth. The tree. They ain't ready for it, man. The root to the tree and the flower. And here we are. Ah. Another medicinal effect that this helps with is lack of appetite. Mm. Might get the munchies or something. You never know. Might get eat a whole meal depending on how it hits you. This strain is not for the faint at heart. This is a strain for veterans. People who know what the fuck they doing. Facts. So it might hear everybody differently. It definitely helps on the medicinal side with fatigue. Woo! If you're feeling lethargic or you just uh, uh, fatigue, here you go. Hit some train wreck. That happiness and that uplifting is going to help with that fatigue. True that. And of course, to help, it makes you happy. It uplifts you. And what else does that help? Deal with cure, not necessarily cure, but like, you know, help yourself maintain on the medicinal side. What's that? The stress Woo! and depression. Woo! Fine. That does the job. So if you're feeling low, if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling emotional, and it's <laughs> beyond the point of anything you can accept when yeah. you feel stressed. Yeah. And potentially depressed, hit some of this train wreck. Majority of the strains that we've discussed and strains that's out here is going to help you with stress and depression. Right. Why you think I always tell some of y'all to just light up? Word. Like, yo, just smoke. Just lift <laughs> Word. Just lift off and you'll be all right, man. Word. Like, this shit is lovely. Stop stressing yourself out like this. There's other things to worry about. Yes, it is. Bring your stress levels to a calm. Uh-huh. Hit the tree. If you're not, you know, if you're not a, a super smoker like that, take you two puffs, sit back and chill and relax. Chill, you know what I'm saying? Relax. Enjoy the Easy. simple things in life. No need to get stressed. Exactly. Hit that train wreck. Word. That's a fact. So, of course, you're going to have some, you know, some side effects mm. from the herb, which is natural. You're going to get... um. Dry mouth, dry eyes, so just keep some water, wash your face, use some Vaseline. <laughs> you know how that shit go. Um, from this, this is what I'm talking about the, 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 the train wreck feeling from, because you're going to mm-hmm. feel a little dizzy. So you might want to sit your ass down somewhere for a little while, <laughs> see, how, see how the strain hits you before you start doing anything crazy Burr. and come down off of it. Um, says you might feel a little anxious, a little sense of paranoia, you know, just... Make sure you stay grounded. Eat something heavy first. Ah. Make sure you, you know, plant your feet in the ground and shit like that. And you'll be all right. Mm. Hit that train wreck. 
You know, you get a nice, earthy, piney, lemony taste to it. Um, it's a smooth smoke. Yes. You know, it does hit the chest pretty hard, so hmm. take your time. You know, just be a G with yours. Yes. Facts. So, with that being said, uh-huh. the album we doing today. The album we doing today. You already know. It's DMX's DMX. debut album. It's dark and hell is hot. Hell is hot. <laughs> Gonna be a lot of fucking barking. <laughs> Shout out to the dog. Putting Rough Riders on the map. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, when we talk about DMX, you know, we often see this guy as like off the chain, you know, yeah. action movie type dude. He, yeah. he was in movies, you know, blew up in the rap scene. His, his lyrics are so hardcore and grisly. Mm. And, you know, this came out during a time where, you know, rap was moving in the in the direction of being more glitz and glamour. Yeah. Like, you had, you know, Jay-Z, you know, doing his thing with the Rockefeller thing, stunting. You know, you had Nas, you know, he was still doing his knowledge thing, but he was still dripping in the jewels at the same time, you know, it was getting pretty. So... DMX came out and he had just a different type of energy to him. Like he 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 brought it back to how gutter it can really be. Yeah. And you know, just just showing different facets of his past life and this album shows like his transition and like the inner struggle between the good and evil cuz it's like you know, he's put in the hood. He grew up in a situation that's, you know, kind of fucked up. And he had to grow up and survive on his own. And it's like, you know, he had this talent for rapping, for rhyming. And, you know, when you listen to the album, you do see that DMX is a deep dude, too. Like, he really spits shit from his soul. <clears throat> and at the same time, he can still sell you some action-packed, Stories and, yeah. and some fucking crazy, grisly, animated scenes. Like, you gotta, you know, you gotta recognize the art there. Yeah, he fucking, he changed the game with this album and the time in which he came out. Mm. Because 98, you kind of think of like, it's funny, because you kind of think of like, Shiny suit era. Yeah. Everything is like fly and fancy and party and women and living an extravagant, over-the-top lifestyle. Yeah. And rap is really blowing up. You got, even like down south, you got cash money, you got bling bling and right. stuff like that. Like, everything is, rap and hip-hop is becoming a greater accepted and pop genre of music because we know right now the most popular form or the most popular genre in music is hip-hop Woo! it's not even pop music or country or anything it's hip-hop and that's deep that glitz and glamour and like that whole that whole like kind of like puffy diddy cash money like that shiny shit 
was prominent. And here comes DMX out the fucking blue. Word. Growling. Fucking hungry. Angry on, on songs. But it's not like... It's not angry for no reason. It's like he's emotional and conveying his emotions and that he's the shit that he dealt with. Yeah. And the come up and the grime and gutter situations that he was exposed to and had to put himself through and those hurdles to to even like put this album out to to get on to get, and this shit was just like a classic. This shit debuted number one on Billboard. Woo! He had two albums in one year that debuted number one on Billboard and both went platinum. Like, that's fucking crazy. Gotta give a gun salute to that. Because how... That, you know, that just shows how much dedication he has. And the only other person to do that at that time was Tupac. And Tupac was known to record a lot of fucking music. There's so much Mm -hmm. shit that he put out because, you know... He foresaw his own demise in, in many different ways, but that's a different story. Yeah. But, you know, that just showed how hungry DMX was and, you know, is for success and hip-hop. Yeah. And to show his talent and what, you know, his unique standpoint is. And just along with, like, you know, Slick Rick, like Nas, like Snoop Dogg, DMX is also an amazing storyteller. Yeah. Like I mentioned before. He could tell stories. Can't even front. Like, if you, when you listen to, to like, let's talk about real quick. You know, I'm, I know, I know I'm going to jump back and forth and it's shit. It's all good. But on Damien, which was, you yes. know, a popular track with a lot of, you know, hip hop heads. It's like he's going back and forth mm-hmm. with, you know, his alter ego. And with his alter ego is, is making him do certain things to get to the top. Is making yeah. him do, you know, making him do grisly murders and, and shit like that. And trying to set up his own boy to have him killed for some reason. It's like he's, he's psychotic mm-hmm. in some sort of way. It's like the struggle was real. And it's like, and it's like this song, I feel like this song is... It's popular yet underrated mm-hmm. in in telling a story that can fit other artists, could fit other people that are not just DMX where it could be in any situation in life where you're trying to obtain something or you're trying to grow or progress. Right. And then whether it be a person or a thing that leads you astray from your morals, but they're a gatekeeper or they have the access to giving you what you want. Mm. And that can happen in multiple situations, whether it be your job, your boss could be a dick, right. but your boss knows you're trying to get promoted or get paid more. So they have you do shit that you, that you don't like because they got something that you want or right. vice versa. You could be in a relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Like you could apply examples however you want to, but I feel like this song... It kind of, it kind of like is a key pillar of this whole album because mm. Justice Call is dark and hell is hot. Right. But like when you listen from like the beginning to the end, you see like a back and forth between like DMX and like Earl Simmons. It's like him trying to like find his way to 
make it in hip hop, make it in rap, and then you and you see like DMX, like the artist, he's telling you all the shit he had to do and how he's hungry and how he's like, yeah, he's about to get the success, but he has now he has regrets. Right. He's looking back at this shit like I really had to do certain things that I want to do because I want to be successful. Tough mm. analogy. Word. It's crazy. Like you can even tell what the struggle was because, like, even in the in the first verse, he says he questions. He's like, "Why is it every move I make turns out to be a bad uh-huh. one? Where's my guardian angel? Need one? Wish I had, had one. one." And here comes Damien saying, "I'm right here, shorty. I'ma hold you down. You trying to fuck all these bitches? I'ma show you how." But who? And before he can ask, who is he? He said, names D like you, but my friends call me Damien. He said, and I'm going to put you hip to something about this game we in. So it's like he has this, you know, this snake in his ear whispering. Like he he called for a guardian angel. Yeah. Yet he got the devil on his shoulder who Uh answered the call instead. So now from there, it's like he's getting all these riches and everything. Hmm. He's making all these moves. Everything is going the right way. And then Damien turns around and asks him for a favor. And, you know, he goads him into committing a murder. Hmm. And the shit is just crazy. Like, the story just progresses. And then the best part about this is that it, it leaves you at a, at a cliffhanger. Because at the end, it tells you to be continued, which means that you got to follow up with his work if you want to continue to listen to this particular story. Because even though once you get to the end of the album where it leads to him finding his salvation, it also tells you that the devil will always come back to reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. And that's a very important message. And that's like the middle of the album. Hmm. That shit is crazy how he put that shit together, yeah. man. If you ask me, and it's like the the meanings behind certain lyrics yeah. are like deeper than just hearing them. Because mm. I'm even realizing some shit now where it's like it kind of at first listen or just like casual listening, it kind of just seems like X is telling the story about him like having to, like, make a choice or trying to, like, make it into the rap game. But when you listen to the lyrics and you listen to them deeply and you break down the lyrics, mm-hmm. it's he's telling a story of, like, how he got taken advantage of to be given something or given an opportunity for something that he wants. Mm-hmm. Because even in the first verse, you can hear, like, after, like, he's having this conversation in this story uh, with, with this Damien character, he's saying that... um He's like, hmm, that's what I've been wanting all my life. Thinking about my little man, so I call my wife. It's like, if you're doing some shit that's like vile or, or ignorant or foul, you're not going to want to share that with like your family. Right. You're probably going to want to move low key and shit. But he's looking at like, yo, I'm really about to make this opportunity happen. I want y'all to be proud. I'm about to share out this news because I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So he kind of, he's showing that's like, on the surface, shit can be one thing, and you could be excited about it, and ignorance is something, but underneath it, 
you getting set the fuck up. Right. For some shit that you don't know what the fuck you wanted. Mm. And he kind of even goes into that later on in the song where um in the, in the third verse and it's kind of like in between back and forth him and having conversations with Damien it's like X is like either he will question certain things or like be hesitant or under and it's like this Damien character is trying to like feed him stuff that he perceives that he'll enjoy and even if he doesn't enjoy it by the fact that he opens him up to it and he try to get him on that trust it, he he will enjoy it and he keeps trying to introduce vices like he, he introduces like alcohol he introduces mm. he's trying to introduce him to like to like cars and shit he's trying to introduce like in the first place he said trying to fuck all these bitches I'm gonna show you how mm. like he said nothing about trying to like sleep with women at all he's right. just trying to make it in the rap game but he's trying to distract them with shit to hold against them for something later on right you know, it just shows how all the deception comes into play. Mm -hmm. Because even in the hook, he says the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. How are you going to see him if you're living in the fog? So it's like all the distractions, like you said, champ, that he was throwing mm -hmm. at him. These things, these distractions are easily obtained when you're up and coming in the rap game. Yeah. Because that's what they use to confuse you and to use you. And, and manipulate you how they want you. Word. So it's like, now you got all this shit going on, you living in the fog. Because you, mm. you don't know what to perceive now because you're so distracted. Mm. That shit mm. is just wild. Mm. It makes you want to wake up. Word. Like, like this, this, song, this song is like to, to, to really open people's eyes to not make the same mistakes. Not make the same cliched mistakes hmm. Hmm. that a lot of people make on their own downfall. Hmm. So this is this shit is like a warning yeah. to me. Yeah. It's crazy. Trouble ahead. Like he said in the end of the third verse. I see now ain't nothing but trouble ahead. Yup. Cause sometimes you get too deep in shit and it's like in order to get out, you gotta give more than what you asked for. Or right. you gotta give something that's too near and dear to you to get out of this get out of shit that you set yourself up for. Right. And it's definitely a warning for artists, for just people who like exposing themselves in the in the public eye or to be more prominent in general. Right. Because the more you're exposed sometimes, the more you're susceptible to to shit coming from the left like yo what the fuck is this mm. people trying to fuck with you more people trying to see that you have talent or you have ability or you have a trajectory and they like they just dead be fucking hate out here there's a lot of evil and hate out here in the world so yep. it's definitely a warning on multiple fucking levels word up <laughs> that's a champ broke that shit the fuck down word. and that's the truth so you know, this this is just such a deep album. Like, it's dark and hell is hot. Like, the title alone yeah. kind of tells you, like, what to what to expect. Mm -hmm. And you got to give it, you know, let's talk about the commercial success for a little bit about this album. Ah. And with that, we're going to talk about the Rough Riders album. Ah. You know, the I mean, not the album, sorry. The Rough anthem. Riders anthem, my bad. And the crazy thing is, 
you see footage of DMX, you can YouTube this shit. He was in Australia. My man had the entire, the entire <laughs> sea of people moving from left to right <laughs> on Rough Riders Anthem. Word. Do you not, don't they understand these lyrics, yo? (laughs) Yo, listen, yo, niggas want to try, niggas want to lie, the niggas wonder why, why niggas got to die. All I know is pain, all I feel is rain, how can I maintain when that shit is on my brain? Like, how? When that shit is on your brain, how are you supposed to maintain? And it's like, it's just crazy because you have Swiss Beats who made this fucking monster of a classic beat to make it sound so hype. Hmm. You know, you hear him with, on the hook, stop, drop, shut him down, open up shop. Oh, no, that's a Rough Riders roll. You got motherfuckers moving left to right saying this shit, like bigging up his squad, bigging up Rough Riders. And then he's literally giving you his raw emotions on this mm. song and got everybody moving left to right on some like hype shit, some camaraderie shit. You gotta give this man credit for that. Bro. You gotta give him credit he for made his a whole energy. Anthem for a bunch of a bunch of rough riders. And it's funny cause like there was like a legit crew, biker car club crew. Yeah. And the and the label. And it's like, you would see, you could be in any borough, you could be in multiple different places all over, like, the country or the world, and you see people with Rough Riders flags and Rough Riders shirts on. Yeah. And it's like, some of them look like they don't know what it is to, like, ride rough at all. Right. <laughs> but they're wearing some Rough Riders <laughs> shit. And it's like... Club jumpers. Word. So it's like... And, like, rap-wise... Cause I always like breaking down the lyrics. Yeah. This this song is just like a pure energy song. Right. Cause you don't always have to be the most punchline lyrics storytelling. Cause we know DMS could tell stories and we know DMS could spit. He right. does it. Mo- he he shows different sides. But at his core, he's pure energy. That's a fucking like. Like, he gets on stage, he gets on the mic, you just feel and want to absorb the energy he's giving because he's giving you raw, unfiltered, uncut energy. Just nonstop. He's fucking growling. He's barking. Getting you hype. Getting you hype as fuck. And he's yelling at you on this fucking song. But he also says, he also says, which is which is pretty funny because he he's he's a little bit comedic. Right. I like how he comes on, uh, on 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 the second verse. Not how he comes in, but like how he ends the second verse. Yeah. Where he says, um, when he's like, "Oh, you think it's funny that you don't know me, money? It's about to get ugly. Fuck a dog. I'm hungry. I guess you know what that means. Come up off that green. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> stick up." And he does it in a high-pitched voice where you think he's, like, joking with you, but he's getting ready to rob your exactly. ass. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get Word. it twisted. 
You may be Word. laughing, ha 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 ha, <laughs> and stick your ass up at the same Word. time. So don't don't don't, don't sleep. Shit, give a dog a bone, no. leave a dog, a dog alone. alone, let, let a, a dog, dog roam, and he'll find his, his way home. home. Home of the brave, my home is a cave. What? Hey yo, I'm a slave to my home. This is my grave. Shit. Repping for his hood real quick. Yeah. Just show show his loyalty and you know, just repping for that shit. If if it's one thing DMX was great at, it was telling raps of how he's about to do some form of. Assault or battery <laughs> or robbery or murder or attempted murder to you. Like, <laughs> he's not saying, like, yeah, this, that, this is what happened, or I know somebody did this, or I'm telling a story or some shit I did in the past. Right. He's telling you what he's going to do to you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a part of that energy. Word. That shit is just real. <laughs> like, yo. That shit was fucking crazy off this album. Mm-hmm. And another thing, like, when you want to talk about his, 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 his storytelling, it's crazy how he bridged the crime story ah. and ATF together. Yes, yes. And then you had Stop Being Greedy in between in that. Between, in and between, between. Stop Being Greedy is kind of like an explanation yeah. of the two. And... You you just have to love the fucking arrangement yeah. of that shit. Because it's like, you. this is one of them albums you can listen to from top to bottom, non-stop, and always be entertained. Like, damn, man. This album is so ill. Yeah. And I kind of, I like that you mentioned Crime Story, because cause it goes into, like, the storytelling. Yeah. But it also kind of gives background to his life and shit he had to deal with mm. because not knowing anything about DMX you could easily judge him off of like just the aggression and energy right album covers whatever but you it's definitely necessary to understand like where he came from as a person right so he often he's not explicit with saying this is shit I did or this is what I had to go through but he tells you about his life through the lyrics of like the stories he tells in the music. Mm. So even like in the in um the whole song crime story, but like he kinda talk forms it in the story, like in the second verse, mm. he says he says, um, what a waste of potential is what my teacher used to tell me. You can always get a job in cheap shit they tried to sell me. Mm. Mm. Got me nowhere but broke and fucked up in the game. But now I got a name and niggas know my name. Mm. So it's like he's telling the story of what is happening in the situation of hustling and etc. But the energy he's given, I'm, I have no choice but to believe that he's also making it personal of shit that he went through, right? Shit that he heard and how he tried to like make better for himself, and it was like that shit didn't do nothing for me. And and that's the crazy thing how he can just personalize it that quickly yeah and just add that because it's like even even going through you know the the robbery that's said in this song Uh it's like you think you think about shit in the back of your mind while you while you panicking like you trying to think of what to do next what's the next move like how am i supposed to get out of this shit Mm -hmm. and you thinking back to something important that somebody said to you that's that's related to the situation now 
So, so it kind of just personalizes that. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. And this just shows, like, his mentality on the third verse, how he could write so good. He said, put the harness on the dog, load up the weapons, murder's on my mind, no half-stepping. Motherfuckers want war? You can get it, because I'm tired of running. Remember me as the nigga who died gunning. Kamikaze missing. C4 strapped to the chest. Mm. Run up in that joint. Raw dog, fuck the vest. Like, yo, this dude was on some wildin' out shit because, you know, the tension is building up. And it's like, now he's out of his mind. It's like, dude, you know what? Before they get me, I gotta go get them. So it's like, he's on some old fucking Punisher shit now. Where he gonna get strapped up and pull off some old crazy shit at the precinct. (laughs) And then he runs up in there in his imagination and... He's, he has a bomb on his chest, ready to take all the cops with him in the end of the story. And that shit is just funny. Service with a smile. <laughs> what? <laughs> Service with a smile. And, and like, I kind of want to get into Stop Being Greedy. Oh, yes. Because let's, right, let's do that. Right off that song, it, it, it shows, like a, like, a back and forth between different, like, late... Uh, well, I'm fumbling because of the, the train wreck. <laughs> Woo! But it's, it's, it's different phases of, of like, his life. Yeah. So you get him as a rapper, as, like, where he is now. You get him as an up-and-coming artist, struggling artist, starving artist, whatever word you want to use. You get him pre that with him just, like, being out here and trying to figure out how he's going to eat. Right. Like, literally right. eat. Right. <laughs> So like in the hook, when he says the word eat, it could be it could be used multiple different ways. Like literally right. eat food, eat, like you've had your time to shine. It's my turn, eat. You've been making all this money. I'm trying to make money too. Like mm. whatever way you wanna define or refer the word eat as, but he's like, Y'all been eating long enough now. Stop being greedy. Just keep it real, partner. Give, Give to it. the needy. Uh, uh. Ribs is touching. So don't, don't make, make me wait. Fuck around, I'm gonna bite you and snatch, snatch that plate. plate. Come on. Now what that shit say? Fucking pure fucking energy, and it's like for anybody, which is why DMS got a lot of love, especially from audiences that you wouldn't even expect. Right. A lot of people who don't have like much money or had to struggle or at some point had to go through any type of like period in their life where they had to hustle or or felt like they didn't have shit, they could hear DMX and be like, you talking to me, directly to me, or you talking mm. about my life. And stop being greedy. It's like, the fucking beat is just menacing. Word, and that's true. Yo, anytime, <laughs> anytime you hear this joint come on, it's like, yo, you want to throw in the hoodie and the Tim's like, Dame Grease went the fuck in. Gritty. Yo, I just shout out to Dame <laughs> Grease. Everybody who produced on this album, mm. yo, all the beats just fit mm. perfectly. Swiss beats, you got um, Dame Grease, you got um, Irv Gotti too on there. Early Irv Gotti. Yo, mm. they went in on this fucking album. Yeah. It's the fucking album definitely flows with the fucking evil ass sounds of these beats. You definitely got to go back and listen. But one fucking song I definitely want to get get into. Let's and go. And this, this 
this was the first song I heard of DMX. So I'm, I'm pretty sure most people have heard this song first. Get at me, dog. Woo! Like his first song that was his shit. Cause I heard him on four three two one. Yeah. And um Fire. And 24 Hours to Live. And I instantly became a fan. But fucking get at me, dog. Yo. Another another menacing beat. Cause this shit, like you were saying earlier, it sounds like a whole it sounds like a movie almost. Yeah. And it's like that 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 what must I go through to show you shit is real? Uh, oh my god. From what, the beginning. What must you go through? <laughs> please, please, DMX, tell me more. <laughs> Robin, I still. Not because I, I want, want to. Because I have to. to. Don't make me show you what the, the map do. That's straight aggressive. Yeah. He just answered it right there. Mm-hmm. What must I show what must I go through to show you shit is real? <laughs> Robin, I still, not because I want to. Because I have to. Don't make me show you what the Mac do. So that means watch it back. Flip it. <laughs> like 98, like if you weren't around of 19 in 1998, like, like I'm trying to paint the picture of how now Biggie died with like 97. Yeah. So it was kind of like when Biggie died, rest in peace, Big. Word. Bad Boy was like at the top. Like they was killing. Right. So so what what Diddy did, who was Puff at the time, he figured, why well, I'm going to focus on the negative and the sadness? Because these past few years, have, it was all about beef, beef, negativity, negativity. We, we, everybody shine a negative light on us. Right. I'm going to show y'all another side. I'm going to make some dancey shit. I'm going to make some like... Feel good shit. Feel good music. He was flipping the the samples from like the seventies and eighties and and like making f- like bad bad like make shit with Mace and all that. Yeah. Like locks. Right. And, and all these dudes was fucking hood grimy dudes. Word. Like Mace, the locks are all hood and grimy. <laughs> Even Biggie. But he had a way to kind of like shine them up. Shiny suit era. Even even Jay. Like Jay. Was trying to kind of like emulate that style at that at that point, right? As far as like New York rap, so DMX comes through out the fucking blue, talking about "Get at me, dog," and the song starts I'm right here, dog. Where my dogs at? It's like <laughs> everything is so feel good and shiny, and here comes this guy. Who obviously is not feeling good. He's not well. <laughs> like, he's ready to fucking murder and kill and rob. And he just flipped the whole shit upside down. Word. It's like he's he's the he's the anti-shiny. Yeah. He's like the anti-hero, like the Kratos yes. of God of War. Yeah. Of the rap game type. Cause it's <laughs> like, alright, simple. What must I go through <laughs> to show you shit is real? Like, let that line sink in. Word. Because even though, you know, you got these dudes talking about they, they diamonds and they glistening and all this glitz and glamour shit, you got to understand, like, yo, this is what it is. This is the realness of it. This is what, you know, this is the gutter. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to just give it to you how I know how to give it to you. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to shine shit up for you. 
I'm gonna give you give it to you raw and uncut. And that was like kind of what bridged the gap of the commercial success and the griminess because you got a formula that works properly. Like like you said, you had the the, the bad boy shit. And right. the shiny, the shiny stuff or whatever, the the feel good shit. But what happened to the real shit? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's being disguised. So, here comes DMX. <laughs> <laughs> Get at me, dog. Word. And he was he was definitely speaking to people who could just could not relate to a lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Get at me, dog. And it's like you can hear, you can feel and hear the energy in this track. And it yeah. kind of sounds like, even with this album, this track and this album, and it just kind of sounds like he just put it all on the line. And was like, yo, I don't got shit to lose. Like, if I don't succeed, then I'm gonna, I'm not gonna make it in life. I'm gonna perish because I right. have nothing. Like, even on this in this song, he was like, um, when you missed some shit, you wasn't able to stand. I got shit that'll disable a man with the wave of a hand. Mm. The days are longer and it seems like I'm facing time. Mm. The days are longer and seems like I'm facing time. I got a lot of dreams, but I'm not really chasing mine. I soak it all up like a sitting fly. Because nowadays getting by, nothing more than occasional meal and getting high. Mm. I live to die. That's where I'm headed. Mm. That your man holds something. That's all about. You can get it. He's like, yo, I'm willing to die for this shit. And if I can't get this shit, I'm going to try to take it from you so you can get it. Yo. And if I don't succeed, then I might as well be dead. Yo. <laughs> and that's some real <laughs> shit right yo. there. That's some legendary shit. To say. That's, straight, that, yo, that's, that's straight from the heart. If you ask me. Hmm. And I can always commend that shit. Word. Hmm. Fucking DMX. Word. Know? Don't misjudge. Don't misjudge the dark man. Word. X. DMX, my dog's bite. What else, what else was on this album that was... That was... Um, fucking, yo, how, how's it going down? Oh, word. What's, a, what's on the flip side, a little softer side of DMX, but it was still gutter at still the same time. Still <laughs> fuck. Like, he ain't really... Like, it's like a, a, a ghetto... Ghetto love story, if yeah. you will, because it's like um, he's seen this shorty around, and he's been digging her for a while. Word. Like, but you know he's been in and out because he's been making his moves, and now he's doing his music shit, and he getting his you know his money and his and his status up. Mm. So he comes back around the hood, and he sees her. She doing her thing, and he like, all right, I'm checking you out. You looking kind of fly, but I understand you got your man and you got two kids by the dude. Like. I ain't got beef with him, but mm. what you trying to do? <laughs> so they end up doing their shit on the side, and he had to kill a noise because it's like, I bet. You know what I'm saying? I understand respect to dude. Right. I ain't going to fuck that up, but we cool though. Right. Like, we, we still remain friends, even though it didn't work out on that tip. <laughs> but shit, I mean, he still got in the skins, according <laughs> to his <story. laughs> Yo. Word. Still and got he still had to go do some alleged drug activity Word. for him. Word. Word. <laughs> Word. 
allegedly strapped her with a pack, sent her across the street Word. to turn it back and split the math in half. Word. Yo, that's so, yo, this shit is ill. And what's funny too? Yo, the fucking intro in the beginning. <laughs> Dude calls Shorty off the rip. And ask her, whose dick you sucking? And Shorty just went <laughs> off on the dude. Called him all types of names and shit right. like that. It's like, yeah, whatever. I heard about what you did. Calling his name out and shit. And it's just so funny. Like, in the song, X mentioned that he had smacked her for calling out his name during sex. Oh. Which is some wild shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay, though, with me, and started flexing. Mm. Man, heard he smacked you. Could you said my name while y'all was sexing? Wow, shit is crazy. Niggas be mad. That's why you don't fucking cheat if you're in a relationship. <laughs> That's a fact. Because like, like common sense. Word, especially women. Women cheat differently. Like when y'all start having sex, y'all emotions and y'all heart start to get wrapped up and all right. this kind of stuff. Right. And you got a man and you trying to come fuck. And all this kind of other stuff started happening, and next thing you know, you with your man, and you dreaming about DMX or whoever you <laughs> doing, and you and y'all not good at lying either. So I'm pretty Shit. sure she probably said the name when y'all was sexing, and he was like, "What you said?" And she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You should have just lied. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you should have lied. Word. Get, but, but fucking DMX." Was so grimy on this song, on a love song. Word. <laughs> Types of games are being right. played. How's it going, going down? down? So until it's gone, no. got to know now. now. Is you with me or what? You think I'm trying to get me a nut? Honey, you want to give me the butt? What? <laughs> that shit is mad funny. <laughs> and, yo, that just goes to show you, like, you know... You just get caught up in some shit. Like, right. you just got to be careful out here. And, you know, mm-hmm. I appreciate in the, in the end his, his decision to step back and shit. Word. And be like, you know what? I don't want all this confusion and shit. Like, I got that respect for you. Like, Word. we step back. But we still cool as fuck and we can kick it. But you know how that shit happens. You know, later on down the line, they might fuck around and mess with each other Word. again. So keeping that gate open... You know how that goes. Like, I kind of like, I really enjoy, like, how he his flow was on the third verse. Right. Like, and he switched up the flow, too, but the flow was kind of, was like, it was different, and it actually showed how he's versatile. Right. Because even he comes to, hey, yo, this chicken got me digging her moves, because she's smooth, win or lose, whoever she choose gets the dues. And then he switches it. Respected, not expected, but it's given because it's real. Being neglected, the norm. Expected, the deal. And then he switches it again. Live team, still for me. Putting sun in the niggas' wig if you squeal for me. Kill for me. Still yeah, with me. Because you're down like what? Then he switches it again. Yo. He's a rat <laughs> Word. He's a rat Told you from the machine. door. And it all about a nut. Yo, DMX could fucking rap. That's one thing. Like, fuck the image of like the drugs and arrests and the barking and all that like right. he structurally lyrically he can out rap a lot of these fucking dudes and that's a fact because you got footage of him going in on freestyles yeah and shit. 
Raw, raw dog off top the head. Off so the top. That shit is crazy. Off the fucking top. Like, DMX is a phenomenon for a reason. Like, despite, like Champ said, despite all the bullshit, the negativity, you know what I'm saying? This dude is actually talented. Yeah. What he was given. So, shout out to X on that. And, you know, talking about the transition of the album, you know, going towards the end, you know, you start to see the changes where now he's starting to feel, you know, God coming to get him and pull him out of the crazy shit. Right. then, you know, you have I Can Feel It, Prayer, and the Convo. Yeah. Which is like, you know, him getting everything in line in his career. And then he also introduces, you know, his bloodline fam, the rap dudes, um, on For My Dogs. <laughs> which, yo, that beat is so fucking hard. Yo, Dame Grease, he really set the fucking tone for this album. Like, yeah, this boy's on there, Casino, Big Stan. Mm -hmm. He had um, Drag On, Loose Cannon. You know, everybody contributed to this song. Which is a L-O-X, a, 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 a dope concept. And then you got, even after the convo, which is his direct conversation with God. Yeah. You got niggas done started something because now, at this point, DMX got the clearance mm. to get the rest of his people in the door because he's such a fucking hit. Yeah. He made that transition. Now the door's open to bring in the locks. The door's open to bring in the, the rest of the Rough Rider fam. And everybody else who branched off and, and, you know, made their own rap careers. So, with that being said, all the credit goes to this Rough Rider era. Mm. To the beginning of it, musically. Musically, to DMX. Yeah. Because he really set the tone... He brought the locks over from, from Bad Boy, even though they was going through that contract bullshit. Yeah. Brought them in and said, yo, you going to ride with us because you fam. We, yep. we, why, yo, we yep. from Yonkers together. We going to hold it down. And really brought out, you know, the talent. Like, they had more creativity to do what the fuck they wanted to do with this rap shit. I definitely had more creative freedom. Um creative control right and it's kind of like how you were saying like with the convo transition to into niggas done started something it that's that's a good way to look at it deeply i just realized yeah because it's like he became free or is at least beginning to free himself from like the past decisions that he made and and not having his soul the way he wants it right and He's freeing himself from that, but he's also like, yo, niggas done started something because the way that DMX was accepted, it's like, oh, y'all done started some shit now because right. here come everybody else. We about to fuck this shit exactly. up. Exactly. So now here comes that freedom to kind of like do more and be more authentic to yourself and be more gutter because it's like, if it, if it wasn't for like the Rough Riders movement, which was opened up by DMX. Right. We might not have the rap we had after 
like 2000, 2001 and beyond, but like the mixtapes and the locks, and you got you got G Unit, right? You got Dipset, cause even Cameron was out, but Cameron was doing shit that wasn't really Cameron, right? And it kind of like maybe he would have never had the freedom to feel like he could like make a switch over to like Rockefeller and like Dipset and go do mixtapes and shit like that. Because it's like, who knows? It could be a whole domino effect. Right. Because, like, the acceptance of DMX and his rawness and his gutterness and his just, like, delivery probably right. made, open the doors for all that shit to happen. And that's a proven fact, man. That's facts. It's dark and hell is hot is a lesson in itself. The title mm. alone of the album is a lesson in itself. The entire album is a lesson in itself. Yeah. It's just like... Everybody at some point in time is going to have that sh- inner struggle. And it's like, <clears throat> go through a lot of shit in life. And mm. it's like, you got to look at your decisions to see if you're making the right ones to, you know, reap the karma that comes behind that. Ooh. And that's something that you got to be really careful with. Because you look at it this way. With rap music, you got a lot of rappers who came out who was talking about killing people and this, that, and the third. And you had a lot of rappers who got killed in the game because of that lifestyle. This album is a lesson in that because he's talking about all these murders and the devil on his shoulder yeah. and trying to find the redemption in the music. Some people ain't make it. Some people stuck in that hell. And it's hot. Yeah. And that's wow, fucked that's up. That's deep. That's fucked up. Classic album, DMX. It's dark and hell is hot. Fucking legend. He got a couple classics under his belt. And so, that's a fact. I mean, we already did a Rough Riders episode. We kind of just talked about... the. We kind of just flashed back into like that Rough Riders era. Right. So, of course, we have to show love to It's Dark and Hell is Hot. That's a fact. Dark Man X. Shout out. The dog. It's like, I definitely want... I'm going to listen to this shit again. I listen to this album maybe hundreds of times in my life. Right. Like, I definitely want anybody listening who's who's open or even not so open, who's a, whatever level you are, to just right. go back and listen to this album from beginning to end and do it twice. Right. Do this shit with a strain and do it with that one and see how you hear shit differently. Because mm. I'm I'm hearing shit differently or just like my ears are opening more to stuff that like I didn't really pick up on on that deep of a level that I once had. Right. Anytime anytime I go back with these albums with a strain or even before, like I, I gear my mind to like think outside of the box and like to pull pull my mind away from what the titles say of the of the songs. But look at it as an entire body and what mm-hmm. what is it what it's saying because you know when when you talk about an album like even with a photo album you're going through time errors and these photos are telling a story of a certain event or places you've been to you know what I'm saying and that's how you got to look at each song as as a different picture yeah and the way how he just put this whole message together is crazy and. He just shows creativity within that because 
He even has songs like um, X is Coming For You, which is like a horrific story. And it's like, fuck around, you smoke the wrong strain and listen to that shit. You get scared as fuck because <laughs> you can't control yourself. <laughs> but, you know, that just goes to show how much effort he puts into to the art. And it's wrapped up in a message of redemption and making choices and the struggle of, you know, the struggle within. So, you know, just to get into the food for thought real quick, Ooh. we're just going to talk about the struggle within and ah. real quick. You know, I just want to say, if, if anybody's going through anything and you have like a pillar of issues that might be in your way and you don't know which way to go, you're always going to have this inner struggle because there's always going to be a shortcut that's more enticing than taking the route which requires a bit more patience, a bit more work. But I would advise you because we've all been through shit in life. But I'm telling you, it always pays off when you stick to the hard work and the patience. Because when you think about shortcuts, you got to think about you cutting yourself short. And you don't want to do that ever in life. So just always think about the after effects of a certain decision before you make that decision. Think about how it benefits not only you, but the people that you affect around you. You may have kids. You may have a loved one. You may have parents that count on you. You know, you may have friends that depend on you. You don't want to make a decision that's going to fuck them up too because you're going to have to live with that weight on your shoulders. So it's better to have patience and to work hard. Always pick the side that's able to allow you to sleep better at night. Mm-hmm. And that's a real. fact. I just got to drop that that's real quick. Because shit is real out here. Word. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their struggles that they go through. And it's always a better, there's always a better way. Always a fucking better way. And get in tune with your inner best self. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of y'all is making moves that's either showing that your insides are rotten mm. or it's going to rot in your insides. Mm. So whatever helps make that best move, man. That proof of thought was lit. Yo, facts, man. We always going to keep it lit, bro. Mm. Always. With that being Yo. said, about to hop on this train right to the chopper. Word up. Shit crashed, but guess what? <laughs> I'm flying still. Word. Blam, blam.